Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Ethan Schultz. I'm your host of the True You Podcast. Here at True You, we have conversations with people living their best lives in hopes that you will gain value. Enjoy. And we are live yet again for the 61st episode of the True You Podcast. Today, we uh, got my boy Cesar Ramirez on with us, and uh, Cesar, Cesar and I have worked together in the past. Great dude. Uh, he's uh, bred from the music industry, man. This guy is in Los Angeles, California. He's a Latin American CSEC pop award-winning songwriter, producer, and accomplished multi-instrumentalist. Um, he has worked with the likes of <clears throat> Kanye West, Janet Jackson, Bella Thorne, Seacamp, Melly, Tyrese, 50 Cent, Akon. A lot more than that, bro. You got a lot on this list. Uh, <laughs> so you're platinum and gold certified. You've got quite the the history, brother. Um, it's a blessing to have you on. Thanks for joining me. It's been happy, a, to, happy to be here. It's been a minute, bro. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you in a while. Like, uh, I know. Like, yeah, what's, uh, I guess a good way to kick it off like just like you know working together in the past with you in music and then seeing covid like what is what's happened like how's covid impacted you like how have you grown through that like what was there anything that just yeah i guess the story with music recently and transitioning man uh that's a great question man first and foremost thank you so much for having me on here man uh yeah super uh super hype you know to reconnect with you and to be able to you know to share my experiences and you know talk about the uh the industry man and everything that we're we're all you know going through and going getting in this together man so um you know for, for me my perspective on covid I, I have i have several man but i think i'll just keep it simple i think for me with covid it helped me sort of really be uh internal about a lot of the processing i know for a lot of people a lot of creatives a lot of cats in, in the game you know, they took it pretty hard, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the industry took a hit, you know, there was not concerts or touring or live performances, events and everything in between, you know. So for me, uh, I always encourage uh, creatives to learn how to adapt and acclimate to the climate. So for me, I took the opportunity to like get rid of the excuses of, you know, passion projects or things that I wanted to invest into, invest time, get out, you know. So for me, even though COVID, I, uh, as much em- empathy I have for people and sympathy I have for what happened, you know, I took that opportunity for me to look within, process a lot of shit, you know, because yeah. think of, you got to look at it this way. Think about this. You know, most of us just fast, fast pace, fast pace. Right. And then all of a sudden, just the industry shuts down, the culture shuts down, you know, and you're forced to just, you know, sit and have all this time on your hands and think about shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for so for me, it, I think it was an opportunity for a lot of people to be very introspective and think about you know mental health stuff, think about you know passion projects or things that they've been wanting to start with themselves or other people. And now where you know everybody was in it together at the same frequency, yeah. you know it's all just like okay, well now there's no excuse. It's like now you have all the time. Yeah, I know. I just threw a threw a dagger right out there, right at the beginning of the uh, with the question about COVID. But yeah, yeah, just throwing it out there because, like, I that's when I last saw you, and we did a lot of physical things, and I I loved just the energy that was being built in the physical event community, and I love that you said introspective, and like just that, like what what am I now able to see that I may not have been able to see before? What what else is true about me, and what can I use this time for? Like. Mm 
that's that's amazing man was there anything fostered out of this like where where are you yeah like what are you up to now oh like, yeah yeah i mean j just to touch on you know to conclude on on that to answer your question for me as uh i i launched you know my artist career i relaunched it revamped it into you know going being a latin crossover guy coming from the industry you know touring for 10 years with all the majors and then getting into making records as a writer producer you know i was like you know i i, I had released a couple original uh, tracks and singles and but i i felt that 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 uh, pandemic helped me kind of find my sound because i had all this time i mean i was still kind of working and i also had a lot of opportunities to speak you know so i did some stuff with the house of blues foundation uh i, I did some stuff with usc and a lot of other organizations but as far as like for me what my takeaway from that was to be able to like sit in the lab and hone in on my sound and my brand and when the pandemic you know after you know 2020 i mean i had a, a shitload of records bro like as an artist and i had dropped a few and I, I had finally honed into my sound where i felt confident enough to push this brand you know what i'm saying and that was i think for me that was the first time in my life in 2020 where as an artist as a brand i was confident in in the work that i that i had cultivated that year you know what i'm saying because i had no excuses at this point it's like i have all the i have all the time you know what i'm saying and and you know being being a being a lot of producer you make you know you make passive income and stuff yeah. like that so it's like that that is alleviating in in times like this which have never really happened before in our generation um yeah. you know i could be wrong on that, but you know, well, no, thinking off the dome. <laughs> like it's it's that's that's really dope to think about like how this very trying time on the surface, this divided time, this really interesting time in history that we're going through can be looked at as a, a creative outlet or as an yeah. inspiring period of time too, because like yeah. I get you and I feel like we're about to witness some of the biggest creative splurge like 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 especially with web3 especially with all that innovation that came out of that space in the last couple of years with covid and now artists that are proactive like yourself creating behind the scenes and, and working on these passion projects now using this technology and and like what's gonna what are we gonna come out it's interesting to think about like what are we going to come out of this uh pandemic looking like and feeling like and expressing our creativity like I mean, bro, I think it's about to be a big, very big yeah. splash. I, I think it's 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 sink or swim, bro. You know, I think it's sink or swim. I, I, in my opinion, it's going to develop skill sets that I feel a lot of people haven't been uh, forced to have. Acclimating to the climate is a skill set in itself. Like even for myself, like I oh, learned how to day trade and swing like, trade. Yeah, talk to me about acclimating to the climate because your whole story, bro, like what I make up from my experience of you is like you've, you came from a place you went and you experienced some high levels and you've all, you've always remained humble. You've been out and experiencing like, like just different creative zones. Like what has that climate been like for you and in your own journey? For me, first and foremost, my takeaway is I've just, I'm, I'm blessed, man. I'm just blessed. I, I've been, that's all I can say, man. I'm just grateful and blessed from somebody from my background. You know, I'm, I'm first born. Uh, Mexican American here from American parents. You know, I didn't have people in the industry, music industry, to teach me the ropes. Like I'm the only musician, first entrepreneur in my family. So for me, my takeaway is just gratitude, bro. Gratitude. I just feel extremely blessed that the Creator, you know, blessed me with these gifts, and I was able to be forced by being conditioned in my life to hustle. You know, what I'm saying my my mindset is like hustle, man, hustle above talent all day. And uh, even though I, I, I 
I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm still trying to figure out like, you know, are you born with it? You know what I'm saying? Are you not? I don't know. For, for me, I'm like, I know what it's like to really relate to a true underdog. It's like, even now in the game, I feel overlooked, you know, it comes to certain aspects of things that I still have yet to accomplish, you know, but, and is that, is that like fire up the hustle too, though? Like, yeah. Like hustle over talent. Like if I have this burning desire, you know, I, I think there's a healthy balance of proving people wrong or proving yourself wrong. But then there's that, like, when does, you know, how can you remain, um, you know, loving to yourself while you're still out proving the world something like self-awareness, 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 man. I, I, I think. Whew, that's a good question, bro. I, the simplest direct answer I can give you, man, is just self-awareness. You know, know your strengths, know, know your weaknesses, learn, you know, definitely bank on your strengths while you're still working on your, your weaknesses. I know what that feels like because for the majority of my career, I was known as an instrumentalist, as a multi-instrumentalist, as a music director. And then I had to earn, earn my, my stripes and, 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 and earn the respect and credibility industry as a writer-producer where in those 10 years of me touring as a musician or playing locally as a musician, a lot of my colleagues and peers didn't see that excellence or that potential in me as a writer producer, you know, or even as a vocalist or a rapper or even as an artist, you feel me? So yeah. for me, I had to just sit down and say, either I'm going to let these opinions become fact in my mind, or I'm going to just put in the work and just see what happens. At the end of the day, you got to bank on results. Nobody gives a shit about all the things going on in the background as much as as much as i have empathy for people and i'm like yo that's great keep it up you know what i'm saying i believe that yeah they but, don't. you know but at the end of the day people look at results it's done it's done yeah so it's like one story i share consistently when i speak a lot you know when people ask me about my journey is i remember winning the csoc pop award in 2016 2017 for comfortable uh by the artist k camp you know and that that record was massive and it was my first placement I had gotten rotten, uh, robbed from credits before that from artists that I, you know, uh, I'm not going to name here because some <laughs> of your favorite, you know, but that's on me is, is learning the ropes, you know, getting played is learning the ropes, part of part of this part of the business, you know, but I remember like my once I left my band and my production crew and I went solo six months later, like my first placement was a hit record. And so that was amazing. It opened up so many opportunities and it opened my eyes to what I could do. You know, and then when I went to the award show, red cop carpet, you know, a bunch of prestigious magazines and networks, you know, interviewing me, I was overwhelmed. I remember I brought my pops to New York for the award show. And yeah. I remember I was overwhelmed, like, because, because, you know, we come from like, bro, like, just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You feel me? It's, so, so it's like, we're not like, we just felt so out of place. Like, you know, we're like, why, what are we doing here? Like, we don't belong here. And I, I felt that, you know, because I was getting honored with like Charlie XCX and Jimmy Nate, who wrote, you know, all the disclosure and Sam Smith stuff, uh, you know, and yeah. a lot of these, these massive songs. You do belong there, brother. <laughs> well, at the time, at the time I was like right. 27, I think 27, 28. And yeah. I just couldn't, I, I, I didn't feel it. I was grateful to be there, but it was just such a mixed turmoil of emotions. And when I went back home, I was like, man, like, I don't feel like whatever Google says I am. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a whole year off because I just made bread, you know, more bread than I ever made in my life based on a lot of these placements in the market recently based on the work that I've done. Mm -hmm. and, I, and that's like over a six figure income as a musician. If, you know, if anybody that's tuning in or whatever, uh, you know, being a musician, professional musician, professional music director or whatever, 
putting shows together, concerts, tour manager, whatever. It's 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 good money, you know. Yeah. And I and I just like walked away from that, and I bought myself out of that year to sit at sit. Got me a crib in Burbank, set up the studio, and I just spent 16 hours a day, every single day, working on believing uh, whatever Google said I was. And by the end, I was like, either either I do it now while I'm still young, or I'm never gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I figured, all right, let me just lock in, bro. And it's either either again results, right? Either I'm gonna come out with a fire ass catalog at the end, or I'm gonna at least know the answer that I just wasn't. I, I wasn't cut out for this, and at least I tried it. I know I can always go back to to that, or I could always just recoup, you know. Because I like one of the best things for for a real hustler, man, is the bounce back game. Like when you when yeah. you know how to bounce back, bro. When you could always when you learn and, and create your own bounce backs in your mind, even like what yeah. before I even hit a real life wall, what can I throw in my mind to drive me? Like it makes me think about the last dance with Michael Jordan, how that guy always found a reason to outdo himself. Yeah, you would always find a reason to get like a fire lit, like that hustle you're talking about. Like, yeah. what is my reason for that? Exactly, man. I think having a very strong sense of why, you know, what I'm saying, have, understanding your calling and your purpose, which goes now goes into like a more of a metaphysical, spiritual aspect. You know, I really encourage everybody to really be introspective and look in, look inward, and and seek oh. truth. You know what I'm saying? How do you, yeah, yeah. Like that's that. I love that. Tell us more about like how you do that. Like, what's your creative? Um, way of being introspective man well for me it's 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 all about first and foremost like experience and perspective like what have you learned from your experiences you know like not everything is so physical not everything is so material is materialistic you know what i'm saying it, 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 we have to understand we live in like a multi-dimensional universe bro and we have to look at things as like there's there's frequencies all around us that we cannot see there's things around us that influence us that we don't even know, you know what I'm saying? Whether it be words, whether it be unseen things. So like, I really like the best thing I can leave you with is it's like, regardless of your beliefs or your faith or whatever, like for me, I'm, you know, I, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's my Lord and savior. That's, you know, my God. So for me, that has helped me with my mental health. That has helped me just have, uh, I guess the ambition to, to want to seek truth even before, you know what I'm saying? I had that perspective of my faith. Like I, was always a truth seeker. So, and regardless of where your background and wherever you come from, I really encourage people just like be very, be, I'm going to put it, just be really passionate about seeking truth. The answer is like, if you have just an honest, genuine heart behind that, that hustle, mm-hmm. that truth is going to find you. You're going to find it somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, for me, that's actually helped my creative process. That's helped my work ethic. That's helped the relationships that I attract. Like you can't defy laws of physics, right? So like what you put out is what you get back. So being introspective, being self-aware is so vital to seeing the results of what hap- happens, you know, in the exterior, you know, with the opportunities mm-hmm. that you attract and the people. And that's so vital. And some, I feel like a lot of us, like when we're young, we just go out and we're super ambitious and we just want to like get every opportunity. Not everything is for you. And I think the more people talk about this in the game, the more people will start being self-aware. Not everything is, is for you, man. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. gotta, you gotta attract like what you are, what you want to be sorting, like raising, like, like, I think that like, um, built off of that. Now you can like document that awareness into like having kind of an approach towards like how I view opportunities or people like, what, what do I do to vet those and to align those up with my values? And like, how does this go towards my vision? Like filtering it really. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Flip, flip that question again. Like, Try to re- revise so I could kind of get that. Oh, no, yeah, you're, you're good. Like, I was just thinking about, like, um, 
like how it comes out after the introspective, like how that turns into action and what that like looks like for, for people. Cause what I, I use that, like what I'm making up when you're speaking is that like, Oh, that's really dope because there's a, um, like a, a patience and a calmness and a mm-hmm. asking and, and a heart opening up mm-hmm. to receive. And then after I receive, how do I transform that into an action and into a way of being? And like, that's where it's like, I, like I use the word filter, mm-hmm. but like, like when you say not everything's for you, yeah. Like, I think like just looking at like, yeah, not every relationship or not mm-hmm. every opportunity that comes, especially after like you, you mentioned the younger years, yeah. But like growing out of that, like into like after you got some experience, it's like, man, I I realized that this is max value for me to be here. Mm-hmm. Right here may not offer that. Maybe mm-hmm. I should spend some more time in this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think the game changer for me was for the majority of my life I I chased. I came from a point of reference of chasing. And I really encourage cats to like get on the vibe of attracting coming from a point of reference of attracting when you shift that mindset, because again, everything starts with the mind mindset, right? And you know what I'm saying? You can have a heart of gold. You could have a, you know, you can be super lit about life and have all this passion. But if the mindset isn't right, you know, you're just going to like, you're going to just, you're going to get fatigued, bro. You're, you're going to bring yourself out. So like for me, the game changer for me, when I saw my quality of life change is when I stopped chasing shit and I just started coming from a point of reference of attracting, you know what I'm saying? What, the, what does that mean? Let me explain. So what does that mean? Okay. So again, going back to mental health, going back to being introspective, being self-aware, you know, no, again, no, know, know the shit that you're dealing with, you know, like sit down, have time for yourself, meditate, pray, do whatever you got to do to like have whatever's going on inside, come to the surface and confront it. You know, in my, in, in my opinion, I feel like fear is simply the absence of understanding. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like most people are afraid of what they don't understand. It's not that they're actually yeah, petrified of it. Again, a little slower. That's that's juicy. Fear is <laughs> juicy. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The fear yeah. is simply the absence yeah. of understanding. Yeah. People just don't. People just are afraid of things they don't understand. You see what I'm saying? So, like for example, even in like the the, the business world, it's just like business 101. Never invest into anything you don't understand. So if you think about this. Most people never invest into themselves because they don't even understand themselves. You feel me? Yeah. So it's just like as much as I want to sit here and talk to you about like get this bag and build this build this stock portfolio and and you know go out and network your ass off and write a re- you know you know what I'm saying. As much as I want to tell you that, and I'm not saying that some of that isn't pivotal. Yeah. Like you have to be very 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 familiar with yourself. You got to really love yourself. You got to really fuck with you. Like if, mm-hmm. like like. If you don't fuck with you, nobody else is going to fuck with you. And that is why a lot of people never yeah. achieve what they're after is because they don't understand it comes from here first. Yeah. And then, you know, it's magnified to, into the ether. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that uh, that's that's amazing. So that like stepping into that understanding is taking that introspective approach approach that you're talking about. Like, yeah. Yeah. Execution is everything, man. I had I was I, 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 I wasn't born with like this amazing soulful voice like i wasn't a singer i wasn't a vocalist by any means like you know what i'm saying I, i've worked with some of the best singers in the world and for a long time i that that i was afraid of ever putting myself out there on a record as an artist like singing or rapping 
Yeah. And I was always afraid to just perform it live because I had so many people in my ear saying like, man, just stick to guitar. See, either just stick to arranging or just, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just had to, I had to really sit down and really believe in myself and really also accept my narrative. It's like, dude, it's not, it's, it's not about being the best. It's just about being the most authentic and yeah. genuine. Bro, like that frequency will cut through. That lane is not saturated. Everybody wants to be everybody else. But like when you own you, like when you're like owning your own shit, like for me on my records, if you ever go listen to my originals, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody can respect my catalog is what I've done for others. But for my originals, I'm not trying to like, I'm not sitting here on a record trying to prove or, or, or that I'm like this amazing singer or rapper. I'm an amazing songwriter. And I bank on that. I understand how to get a narrative over and have it be relatable to somebody because I'm speaking my truth. And I think to get to a place to speak your truth, you have to understand whatever it is like that you're afraid of, like, like understand your fear, face to face your fear, you know? Yeah. What's being that? Yeah. If you don't understand your fear, you can't defeat it. You have to understand your enemy. Your fears are your enemy. What are some of your, um, what are some of your breakthrough moments that you've had with, um, this sort of experience man honestly um getting getting acquainted to like childhood trauma you know what i'm saying i think i think for especially as men in the in the industry and entertainment that's not talked about a lot and i think when i started embracing and accepting me feeling and processing and then executing you know whether it be reading books whether it be meditating prayer whether it be getting around other cats that have a healthy mindset and healthy lifestyle habits that is a good starting point, point of reference. You, you feel me? So like you, ha- you can't, you, so you just can't go out there and just like kill it if you're just not waking up every day feeling very strong about your, your sense of why, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and why you're doing it, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like being self-aware is it goes, goes hand in hand with having a very strong sense of why. And, and, you know, be patient with yourself, you know, take time. To get to know yourself, accept love yourself. Love yourself man. Yeah, love yourself. Love the journey. That's what I hear is like, love yeah. the journey, bro. Yeah. Like, like, what's the end game here? Like, it doesn't, doesn't yeah. matter as much as this whole experience of growth that I'm having. Yeah. And the thing is, the whole, that's the exactly. shit I'm going to talk about. Yeah. You read a book, the whole inside of the book is the shit that you love to read. It's the ending that we're going for. But like, what, yeah. what's the, but the journey is what holds all the juice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you go into the movie theater, you're not seeing 15 minute films. You're not just seeing yeah. the intro and then the outro, or you know yeah. what I'm saying. You, you're, you, people are people pay to. I mean, obviously, people pay for the results, right? But they, they, oh. they, once they fall in love with the results of that brand or that aesthetic, then they are attracted to knowing the story. You know, yeah. so that's why you have to really embrace your story and like be unapologetic about it. Like a lot right. of people on this fake it to make it shit, and I get it, and I think. To a certain degree in the business aspect, it's good to be clever at how you market yourself and, 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 and you know, perception is value in this day and age more than it ever has been. But I think it's so important to just have that acceptance about yourself and just be real about it. Like, hey, I'm in this place. This is shit I've been through. This is what I want. This is where I want to go. And I'm in love with the journey. And like, I just want to bring you along with it, you know? Yeah. And I believe God rewards people who are like, wear their authentic selves on their sleeves. Like who I, and I get, there's that marketing aspect, but like, if you're not like, even like, Hey, I just being honest, I haven't done this yet, but I'm well on my way here. And this is why you're going to want to fuck with me. And like, this is what my, this is like what I've created, yeah. what my mission is. Like, I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. I think there's so much left on the table when people don't remain authentic. They can yeah. get away. They can have little wins. They can win the battle, but the war is still 
unwon. It's still like there's what's the value of life if we don't if we're always wondering about how we're going to connect and like if we're going to make the right call, if we're going to come up with the right story, if we're going to do this yeah. right. But if you're your authentic self, you're free. You're weightless. Yeah. Right? You're, yeah. You're and just coming from that point of reference of adding value, bro, like everybody got this whole idea that like we're all here for us. It's like we're not here for us. You know, like our story is supposed to inspire somebody else. Like and even just in business, you know, like just that 5149 principle. It's like always be prepared to give more than what you're, you're taking. But you can, you know, what I'm saying nothing is free in this world. So it's just like, you know, your, your testimony here, what you're experiencing, like sharing that is almost like the rent that you pay for being here in, in the game. You know, and I think when, when individuals start changing their mindset on that aspect, as far as going out here and it's like, what, what can you do for me? And more of like, hey, what can I do for you? They're going to see a huge shift in their lifestyle. I guarantee it. It's not like, a oh, you might. It's not like, a, oh, we'll see what happens. It's a guarantee. A guarantee. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, genuinely putting your heart out there. Yeah. Man. Man. Um, I, I know, like, just with your bio, and I know it's probably not the most exciting thing for you to always talk about, but you got some dope names in there. What's some stories from – you know, some of these experiences you've had in the past with bigger artists, just for our audiences, uh, man, listening. So I'll tell you stories, but, but I, I'm, I want to leave the artists, the artist names out of it because out of respect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're good. But, but, you know, I think for, for, there was one, there was, I have one story in particular that I don't share often. So I'll share it here. I'll share, I'll share it here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like how I landed like a big, a big placement. You know what I'm saying? I know that I was getting, I had enough experience getting played out of my credits that when I got a call for like this, you know, major session, and I knew it was going to be a hip hop artist. And I know the aesthetic of business that a lot of a lot of uh, those cats do is just like sketch. You know, what I'm saying hip hop rap game. I mean, it's not a mystery. You know, that's why a lot of really talented and gifted rappers and hip hop artists, you know, unfortunately, they left us before, you know, before they should have, you know, yeah. um, you know, so. For me, I already knew what I was getting myself into. And so either I can do the same thing again and just show up and just pray for the best and hope for the best, or I can be clever. So I remember I hit up, I had a videography uh, dude that I, that I knew he was a director as well. And we did a lot of cross cross content. Like I would produce for him and, you know, play live with him and he would, um, he would shoot all my content and stuff like that for whatever I was doing. And so he all rolled me to the session, bro. I need you. So what I did, my plan of action was I was going to go to the session. I was going to make it seem like I was just some like nobody, like little guitar YouTube channel kid, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, but really what, what I did was I had him come to the session, record and document everything. In the event that they were going to play me, I have it all filmed and documented, you know what I'm saying? And what's crazy is, is that when I rolled up, I was just like, yo, I'm not here for a work for hire. So I just want to make that sure because they had a contract for me ready to sign for work. For hire. I'm like, no, no, don't trip. I'm not here for the work for hire. I'll take the back, you know, and like, oh, okay, for sure, for sure. So I have my boy. So I told him, like, yeah, man, hey, man, is it cool if I shoot, man? I'm just like, you know, I'm, doing, I'm building up my, my YouTube channel for guitar tutorials or some bullshit like that. You're right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Everybody's blazing, you know, they're high. They don't care, you know. Like, right, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, I had my boy shoot the whole session, you know what I'm saying? Just in the event that something would happen, pop up, right? So I kept in touch after that session went great. After that, I kept in touch with the A&R and the manager, you know, and, and the co-writers and co-producers. Um, and then I think uh, shortly after, like three, three, four months later, I get an email for one of the, the label. I'm not going to say the label either. 
their major labels uh, attorneys and they were trying to cash me out. They're like, oh, like we noticed that you didn't sign a work for hire, you know, um, you know, it's, it's like fifteen hundred dollars is your, you know, the fee that we're offering you. And I in the record video, the video for the record, the video, the video, the video for the record had just uh just just dropped like two days ago, three days ago. Yeah. And the, the shit had like, bro, the shit had like already like two, three million views on it. You know, yeah, so like your fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, because in the yeah, because in the in the email it said that I had placed like four or five records on that album. You know, including the single that they're pushing, and the single that they were pushing was already generating hella traffic on YouTube. Yeah. So when I when I you know I just made sure I stayed in touch and I kept hip to everything that was going on. So mm-hmm. I did not want to get played again. I was tired of that shit. Yeah. So so I remember I hit I I hit uh, the attorney back. I didn't have an I didn't have an attorney. I just knew enough to protect myself. I hit him. I hit him up. Well, man, if y'all want to cash me out for like seventy five G's, that's cool. Yeah, if, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if not, I, I'm more than happy to, you know, to, to go to court. I have the whole session documented on video. Bro, uh-huh. I shit you not. Three, four hours later, I'm driving to like a, a rehearsal or something. I get a call from the producer himself. And we negotiated the splits on the songs or in, in, a, in a literally like a 15 minute phone call. Oh, I love that. I and didn't have man- you on a much number, a much better number than the $1,500. Oh, 100 yeah. that, that, that 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 opportunity yeah. changed well, my life and that that also like goes like kind of just in alignment with like take experiences learn from them and then yeah. how, what can you do differently how can you apply all that towards the next move like you yeah. were really strategic about that you know and yeah. that, that's a fun story and you got you, it sounds like you got the placement you wanted you got a lot out of that experience so that's yeah and and you like i said you win some you lose some i was young i i wasn't too experienced on the business side i didn't have a manager to protect me or an agent or anything like that. So I knew enough. Later on, did I find out that I could have even got more percentages on those records, yeah, especially sure. the single, you know, that that was what the label was pushing. and was very successful. I mean, who knows, man? Like, I, I would have got way more. <laughs> but but again, you live and you learn, man. And now moving forward, you know, I, I, I like to encourage <laughs> artists to just really, like, if there's anything you're doing on your spare time, man, like, learn the business. You know, yeah. stay current, stay relevant. What you say it? to these artists that were you, you know, 10 years ago or eight years ago or whatever it was like, and, and especially like even take into consideration, like now, I don't know how much you're doing with like Web3, but man, I believe there's such an opportunity coming up for people to be able to access this new blockchain space with music and NFTs. Like, yeah, is there, well, first, I guess there's two questions there. What do you think about that new space? Is Have you dove into it? Either way is fine. And and then what, what would you say to those people like you too before? This is a perfect opportunity to acclimate. I've, I've already started, uh, you know, months ago and I'm still, I still am doing my research to form an opinion. But yeah. so far what I encourage people to do, especially in the NFT realm is like acclimate. This is a whole, this is a whole nother opportunity. I think for people to figure out very clever ways to offer value, you know what I'm saying? Also, it's a, this is going to be another opportunity in the game to almost like this whole space is going to reinvent the idea of real estate and intellectual property. You know what I'm saying? It's no, it's no different than back in the day with what would be a good example. It's no different than back in the day. You know, if you'd buy a comic book or a magazine and then, and then there was like a little treat or something that you got with it, you know what I'm saying? It just made the experience a lot more special and maybe it was a collectible, you know what I'm saying? So nowadays I, I really encourage artists and this is like, you know, preaching to the choir here is like, 
this is just a whole nother space yep. to figure out how to how to create this as a as a culture currency. Yeah. You know, and getting people feel like getting your audience feeling a lot more special about what you could offer you know what I'm i saying? see it as such an opportunity for those lower grade and not to label people but for those yeah. people that haven't yet made it yeah. to be able to get some value before they really grow to that that upper echelon like there's such a gap in your industry bro like yeah. these cats like like look at how much you got off of that and if you would have made that same move you would have gotten that and yeah. like, there's all these cats taking advantage of people like, and that's what I just see like, oh, this is giving some power back to those folks, you know, those, those people that are starting out. Yeah. I mean, like, like I want to, I, I want to, there's don't, don't make any mistake about it. This is going to change the industry for sure. It took me a minute to understand, to understand it. And it yeah. took me a, a minute to accept it. Like, yeah. so this is why it's forced. I'm forcing myself and my colleagues and other people that I, I have good relationships with get on this NFT shit, understand yep. it and start taking action. Do I feel it's going to be extremely volatile in the next year? 100%. I feel like yeah. 90% of the market is going to eat shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's going to, the SEC is going to get involved. Gonna like be in a macro perspective, yes, <laughs> be prepared to eat shit. But it's a part of the game. You know what I'm saying? In a micro perspective, I feel like a lot of this NFT culture is being way overvalued. You know, which is cool if you're on some hustler shit and you want there's to. The, there's the flash in the pan bigger. Like, I think right now what's going on is like, oh, wow, we've got something here. And there's really not a lot of uh, regulatory uh, action being taken. And like, it is an opportunity right now. People are really on that hype kick, which yeah. is which is good. But then, yeah, yeah like, well, what's the long term vision here? How can I maintain myself? How can I be positioned in a way that's going to be setting me up? Yeah. How, you know, how, what 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 red flags do I got to watch out for? What hasn't happened yet that's going to happen that will yeah. be disruptive? Yeah. But but you're damn right, bro. I love it for creatives, artists, musicians. Like we've been playing with it, and we're really excited about it. And I think that like just like uh, not even just this, but like what you're doing. Like how can I learn from my experiences? What's new? What's different? What like what's gonna speak to my vision and set me up? Like what does all that little shit look like? And yeah, man, it's uh, it's exciting. What would you say, like going back to the other part of that question, like just cats like you eight years ago or whenever it was, ten years ago when you first got your foot in the door, like what, what would you say? What would you have done differently or more of or less of? Like, what would you say to those guys on the on the up and up? Man, uh, that's a great question, bro. Uh, let me think about this one. Hmm. I would say start start with. Start with taking self-awareness very seriously and mental health very seriously. You know what I'm saying? Because as much as I want to stay from a surface level, you know, watch who's in your camp, watch who's in your group. You know, everybody's for you, you know, cats that are friends of yours, like may not be your friend. As much as I want to say that, that's such a surface level. It's deeper than that. How you're even able to have an intuition or a discernment to see, to peep game and see who's for you and who's not, who really wants to build and who just wants to use you. It's completely 110% what's going on here and here. So I'd, I'd say get acquainted again. You know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but get acquainted with who you are. You know what I'm saying? And like, what, what do you, like, what do you want? You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you want, like, if you want toxicity in your life, cool. Like just, you know, be like a chicken <laughs> without no head, you know, and some people want yeah. that shit. It's lit. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I've had moments in my life where like, I was all about that toxic shit because I didn't know anything different. Right. But I, but I saw you for me, it's just like, while you're still young, man, read the books, you know, go, go see a therapist if you need to 
get around people that, that are doing more than you, not just in, in, in their bag, but also just introspectively, you know, yeah. that I think that is going to curate a culture of more successful entrepreneurs, creatives, whatever it is that you want to yeah. call yourself and what makes you happy. As at the end of the day, man, it's about happiness and joy, man. And it's just like, if you're not happy with the, your day to day, it's going to be very hard for you to attract quality of life that, yeah. that, that I believe everybody deserves. Right back to that. If you're willing to put in the work, you feel me? Right, right back to that whole journey aspect. Like, love what you're doing, man. Love it for the love of the game. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the ride, man. It's that's, yeah. that's the beauty. The beauty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Gary Vee says that shit all the time, man. He just love. He don't care about the bread. He loves the game. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. And like, when you fall in love with the game, the bread comes, bro. And, yeah, and then, and then you and then you're always feeling a vibe instead of waiting for a fucking vibe. Yeah. Yeah, put your thing. That's how cats put themselves on, you know, like yeah. stop waiting or just stop waiting for somebody to call you and put your yeah. create your own opportunities, man. Like yeah. some people got it so people got it so twisted on how like if it doesn't look this way, yep. you know, I'm saying that it's not even worth it. It's so it's crazy, man. Success is not a destination. It's a feeling. Yep. You know, it's a way of being. And I think when people wake up every day and are a day to day, just you feel you love what you're doing, you're feeling it. That's yeah. success, and it's only going to become bigger and bigger and bigger based on your perspective and subjectivity, of course. Yeah. You know, uh, it's all about again. It's just all about coming back to that self awareness. You know, thing. You let's, know, uh, so, let's land the plane though. That's fire though. Yeah, I love it. I love it. This has been a, this has been juicy, bro. I love every second of it. I love it. Did pre-sound this is your catchphrase. Pre-sound this is your catchphrase. I love the juicy fucking Inglewood warehouse to go and play music in again sometime, bro. Oh, I'd love that. I love that. I love <laughs> um, that. Um, but uh, let's let's uh, let's. Where can we find you, the true audience? Like, uh, what are you up to? Like, where can we look at your stuff? All that. Yeah, man. So so definitely uh, check me out on Instagram. It's at Caesar Allen Music. If you want to, you know, type it and get it available to to your to your yeah. audience, uh, I'd love that. I definitely encourage everybody to go check out my original music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my brand is essentially like this age of Santana mixed with a Latino Drake that raps and sings and rips on guitar mixed with a Mark Ronson Pharrell. I produce right on my own stuff. And so I'm just creating conscious pop music, man. Like like when you listen to the beats, you listen to the to, to, to the tracks, it makes you feel like, oh, I can be, it's a vibe or I can be at a club and you can, you know, shake your ass. But like in the words are all conscious stuff, man. So I just want to make conscious pop music, man, that is just not cheesy. You feel me? Hell yeah. Hell you know, yeah. That's just like a vibe. You know, it's a whole ass vibe. It so is I'm a vibe. Not... I can speak to that. I've, I've danced my ass off to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're into Latin crossover stuff, man, check yeah. me out, man. And, uh, you know, uh, for your audience, I invite them to reach out to me. You know, I'm only a DM away. You know, email me. You know, I'd love to answer yeah. any questions or anything uh, or help guide anybody. I also have industry programs. You know, I have like industry mastery program where I help people kind of, you know, uh, you know, navigate within the industry and, you know, to make sure that they're protected and they know what they're doing. And then I'm also yeah. always looking for new talent, man, to develop. So feel free to reach out. We love it, man. No, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, Thank one, you. Last, uh, last second though, we always end it with like anything. It can be general. It can be tied into what we talked about. Just whatever speaking to you, like a, a general message to leave our, our audience with. Oh man. Now you're putting me on the spot, my guy. Uh, yeah. I started. Right, I love it. Let's do it. All right. All right. I yeah, most COVID now. Just tell everybody how you feel. <laughs> no. Yeah, just tell everybody. No, no. I'd say I, I want to leave everybody with this, man. Like I just want to remind everybody that you're all walking solutions to a problem that's yet to be solved. Mm. Just, just let that, just let that ride, man. That will give you the motivation and inspiration wow. to invest into yourself out there. Hey, you owned the spot that you were put on right there, my. <laughs> <man>. <laughs>
You owned the spot. I've, man, I've lived. I've been on the spot my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know? man. Well, it's always good. You know, we'll have to chop it up again soon. Get over to Venice again, man. We love having you. Uh, and we'll, we'll keep this uh, flow alive, brother. We appreciate you hopping on. Absolutely, man. Uh, it was. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Later, bro. This episode was brought to you by Good Buds Co., GoodBuds is a Southeast Minnesota leading cannabis brand that is actively inspiring people to grow their belief in the benefits of the plant while creating a vision for better health, economic change, and community awareness. Their scientifically proven products have gotten raving reviews and are an absolute top choice to boost your overall wellness with a natural solution. And as a social business, GoodBuds prides itself in being a give-first company. After all, we could use a good bud. Find them at www.goodbudsmn.com and for a 10% discount on your next purchase, enter in TRUE-U, all lowercase, and enter that in the coupon code space upon checkout. Also, be sure to follow them on Instagram and Facebook by searching GoodBudsMN. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the True You Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Schultz. Until next time, deuces.